In today's episode of Comments Over Coffee, we're talking about if your background of your videos matters or not. So grab your cup tumbler mug because we're starting right now. Welcome to Comments Over Coffee, where you'll learn how to get better at YouTube and online video over a cup of coffee. Pour a cup for your host, Nick Nimmin. If this is your first time here, I want to let you know that the comments that you hear on this podcast are brought to you from my YouTube channel or from the submission form on the commentsovercoffee.com website. So if you have a question about what it is that you are doing on YouTube, you can submit yours over at commentsovercoffee.com. And as long as it's not something that I've answered here before, I will put it in the queue. I also wanna let you know if you are a content creator and you wanna know the best things to use for all aspects of content creation and the business around creating content, head over to bestcreatortools.com. It's a list that I put together of everything that I recommend, everything that I use personally or have used on my channel in the past and the businesses that I have around my channel. Again, you can find that at bestcreatortools.com. And the whole idea with this is, If you want to kind of bypass learning all of the stuff that sucks through trial and error, then you can just go to bestcreatortools.com and find the right stuff to use. Video editing apps, video editing software, thumbnail creation software. Um, If you need social media lawyers, I've got them over there. Um, Thumbnail creation services, I've got those over there. Live streaming software, all the stuff that you need. As a content creator, you can find it over at bestcreatortools.com. Our question today comes from Cavill's Critters. Cavill Critters kept it short in this question, says, I love your channel, I have a question. Does the video background matter? So first off, I wanna say that I'm glad that you're enjoying the content, Cavill's Critters, and thank you for the submission. Um, I appreciate that as well, because um, this is actually a conversation that I had as well this week with a friend of mine um, in terms of video backgrounds and you know how important they are or not. So we're gonna, we're gonna talk about that here in this episode today. So the first thing that I do want to say is that I have tested this on a few different channels, including my own, and the, and the, and the short answer is yes. Um, so I'm going to share with you some things that you need to consider when it comes to the backgrounds that you're using in your YouTube videos. The very first thing is, in your background, does the background that you're using match the demographic that you're trying to reach? For example, if you're making content about crafting, but your background looks like a gaming set, is it going to resonate with the people that YouTube is showing your content to who are also interested in crafts? right, or who are interested in crafts. If you're making content targeting an audience of older professionals, let's say who are seeking early retirement planning advice, having a background that looks like you're gearing up for your next gaming tournament might not be the best fit because when those people click on your video, it's going to paint a odd impression of you based on the type of content that they're coming to you or the type of advice that they're coming to you for. Now, if you're doing entertainment content, of course, you're probably doing a lot of stuff outside. If you're doing comedy skits, in that case, it, it doesn't matter um, that much because you're not actually positioning yourself in any way. But if you're doing any type of content where you are sharing any type of advice in any way, shape, or form, um, or you're trying to create just a connection with like a certain type of audience, then in that case, what they see in your background or how your background makes your videos look or any of that stuff is something that you do need to consider. Now, you also want to think about if your background matches the messaging or what it is that you're trying to help people with if you are making any type of help-related content. Um, You know, again, entertainment content, not so much because you're trying to entertain people. So that can have any background. If you're vlogging, it's got any background, right? So it's not a big deal. Um, But if you're making content about organized living and your background's a messy disaster, then you have to consider, hey, is this representing what I'm talking about in the right way? <laughs> because I'm, I'm telling people, hey, this is how you organize your place, but they can clearly see by looking in the background of your videos that you're not an organized person, 
right? Or that you're a messy person. Um, or if you're talking in your videos about, you know, uh, uh, self-control, but it's clear by your video background that you don't have much self-control, then you're diluting the message that you're sharing with your audience. On the same note, if you're making videos about making money online, because there's a lot of channels like this, if you're making videos about how to make money online, but your background looks like you're not making any money, then it's gonna be really tough to convince people that the advice that you're sharing actually works or that they should even take you seriously in the first place. And I'm not saying that if you make money that you need to have anything lavish, but you do need to at least have like a clean type of background. And you know, you need to at least have a background, even if it's, even if it's a blank wall, you need to at least have a background that doesn't show that you are in a particular place that looks like you're not making that much money, even if that's how you prefer to live. So because of that, you know, you want to make sure that your background matches the messaging that you are trying to share with people. One thing that's awesome, just to kind of talk about something else here for a second that's still related. One thing that's awesome about YouTube is the fact that people connect with content creators on YouTube because they relate to that creator. So if your background matches the demographic and your messaging, absolutely feel free to put things in your background that also show your personality and show what you're into because it can help people relate to you and help them connect to you in terms of, you know, hey, this person is also a Star Wars fan and I see that Star Wars stuff in the background or hey, this person also is into these particular types of books and I can tell that by the bookshelf that they have in the background. Hey, wait, I've got that book right there too, right? This person is similar to me. So basically you can use your background in a way to help you relate to the people that it is that you are trying to reach. And the things in the background, you know, they, they show your personality. They help your, your personality kind of come through, so to speak, with the stuff that you have um, in your background because it's that one more thing that people can, can see like, oh, hey, this is cool. They're, they're into the same stuff that I am. So let me give them just a little bit more time to listen to what it is that they have to say um, because they are, they are like me. While we're on the topic of matching and, or blending the content um, with people who might watch it, you also want to consider that when you're choosing or experimenting with your editing style or the music that you're using, that you consider all of those things in terms of the demographic and the message that you're trying to share. Because if you're trying to reach a certain demographic, but you're like, let's say you're trying to reach an older demographic, but then you're using like the latest trap music in your videos, then it might not make the most sense to them. And it might actually annoy some of that older demographic because in their brains, like, oh, my kids are listening to that garbage. I don't, I don't even want to, I don't want to hear that every time I open a video, right? Um, and you also want to consider things like the language that you're using in your videos. And I don't mean like, you know, if you're swearing or not, which is also something that you should consider. <laughs> but um, I, l let me give you this example. This is something that I, that, I, that I like to share with people. Imagine that you just clicked on a video and I'm going to give you two different intros and you can clearly, this is going to be, this is an easy one to pass. You can't really get this one wrong. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to give you two different intros right now. So let's just imagine that you just clicked on a video on YouTube and one is for a younger demographic and one is for a more mature demographic. You pick the one based on what you're hearing. And the reason that I want to do this quick exercise is because it's going to help make a lot of sense in terms of making the right thing for the right people that are, you know, that are coming into your content. So the very first one is this one. What up, fam? Welcome to another video. If we can get this video to a thousand likes, I'm going to give a subscriber shout out. I'm also going to give you three different shark cards for GTA so you can start using them today. Let's get this video to a thousand likes. Let's make it happen, fam. Okay, that's the first one. So let me know what demographic or just think about what demographic that one's made for. And then we're gonna do another one. 
Hey, I'm Nick. Welcome to another video. Today we're talking about XYZ so that we can help you fill in or fix XYZ. Let's get into the video. So with those two examples, you can tell just right out of the gate just by what you're hearing because you're not even seeing anything on the screen right now, right? <laughs> so based on just what it is that you're hearing, it's real clear that the what up fam version is for that younger, you know, that younger demographic of people and and they're more likely to connect with that versus the other one that is just more, you know, it's more clear, it's more to the point, it's more, you know, there's less hype involved, it's just more, you know, direct in terms of what it is that they're going to get out of the video and that sort of thing. So because of that, you want to consider with everything it is that you're doing in your videos, everything how you're communicating, how you put your videos together in terms of the edits, um, what it is that people see in the background, all of that stuff is being interpreted consciously in terms of people just looking at it and judging it or subconsciously to where they're looking at it and they're making these judgments and they don't even know it to the people that are trying to, that you actually are trying to create a connection with, with your content. So because of that, I recommend that you do keep your background in consideration and I also recommend that you experiment. Inside of YouTube, they have a grouping feature. That grouping feature in your analytics lets you basically group different videos together. So one thing that you can do and experiment with, and I've actually seen this work in positive and negative, and what I mean by that is I've seen it work to where a certain background will actually cause people to not watch as long, where another background would keep people watching longer. So one thing that you can do in YouTube groups is you can go in and you can basically group together. Let's say you make 10 videos or 15 videos with one background, and then you group all of those videos together, and then you make topically similar videos with a different background, and then you group all of those together, then you can see, you'll be able to say, okay, well, in this particular set of videos, people typically watch these videos for longer with this particular background. Why is that? Was the colors of my background annoying? Was there something flashing in the background that annoyed people? Um, was one a mess? One was clean? Um, maybe they watched the messy one longer, you know? Like, it's important to experiment with this stuff. But, you know, when it comes to your personal set, when you're putting all this stuff together, it's important to just think, okay, well, well, if I'm making videos in this environment, what types of things, you know, could I, could I add back there so people can connect to my personality? Um, should I just do it against a wall to where, you know, people only see you know, a white wall or a dark wall or a colored wall of some kind? Should I do it to where people can see my entire desk? Can I do it or should I do it where people can see my art studio? Should I do it where people can see my crafting area or the place where I repair radios or where I build my trains? Also think of it from that perspective as well. I'm going to make a bunch of videos where I'm sitting where people can see this, the area where I build the trains and then I'm going to make an, uh, another group of videos where people just see me sitting in front of the trains that are sitting in the background. And then I'm just going to add B-roll to my videos to where I'm highlighting the stuff that I'm talking about there. But any of the on-camera stuff where I'm actually talking to the camera, they're going to see the trains in the background compared to the other videos to where it's just going to be me and my work area where I'm actually building the trains and they see my workshop in the background instead. You know, that's another example um, of things that you can experiment with. But I encourage you, you know, I mean, you're a content creator, you're a creative person, you're, you're doing all this stuff because it's something that you obviously enjoy and it's something that you, you know, want to share with people, whatever it is that you happen to love. So, or, or just love or just be into, you know, whatever it is. But because of that, you know, experiment with it and see if you do find a pattern in your own content of something that people respond to over um, another type of uh, background that you have in your videos or another way that you're putting your videos together um, that people respond to um, at a, a, you know, in, in a better way. 
So with all of that information, I hope that you found that helpful when it comes to, you know, your backgrounds and deciding, you know, what backgrounds that you should use or shouldn't use um, with your content. And, and also just letting you know, you know, that you can experiment and how to experiment using YouTube's grouping features. Um, I don't have any videos to where I actually take you through a step-by-step -step process of the grouping feature, um, but you can, of course, Google for that. But I do mention it in a handful of videos and show just a really quick, you know, how to get there. Um, and how to, you know, put the groups together. But off the top of my head, I apologize that I can't remember the actual names of the content. So an easy way to do it is just go and just Google, you know, how to use YouTube groups, and then there'll be a, vi a video or um, a, you know, a blog post or something that pops up that shows you how to do it. But YouTube's groups, our grouping feature is a fantastic way to test anything it is that you're doing on your YouTube channel. And I recommend that everybody listening to this starts doing that on a regular basis with everything from your background to how you say things in your videos to how you structure your videos to your calls to action that you use in your videos, asking people to subscribe, comment, you know, that kind of thing. Cause you can really break down to see exactly what it is that people are responding to other, over other things, which is a really beneficial thing and part of being a content creator. If you really want to get things rocking on your channel. So hopefully you found that helpful. Um, I would love to know your thoughts about the show. Leave a written review. If you get a chance on iTunes, that would be awesome. I would appreciate it. Let's people know if this show sucks or not. Um, I also want to remind you that you can head over to Best Creator Tools to find everything it is that you need for your YouTube channel, bestcreatortools.com. And I hope you learned something today. Thanks for having a coffee with me. Get show notes, resources, and more over at commentsovercoffee.com or grab yourself a refill and listen to another episode.